Couch Guy Sports Loose Change Podcast, Episode 7, hitting you right now. we got a good show planned for you. It's a little late for us, 10 o'clock. We've been waiting for Jared forever to get on here. I have a Windows, okay? It was updating. Relax. Dude, and you know what? But that's that's the worst with Dude, I, PC. I PC doesn't give you an option to update. Like I, like I was telling you, Mac is like, hey, do you want to update? Nah, tell me, remind me again tomorrow. They're like, all right, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I know. I used to have one. It died senior year at college, and I just couldn't afford a new one, so I bought this instead. How much did it cost? This was like 500 bucks. You, you know what, though? PCs are tricky, and it frustrates me. Because PCs, like, they start it's, off hot. They start off great, and then one day they just slow down. Yeah. Yeah, if they're good if you're good with computers. There's, it's such a it's a much better computer than Macs. But you have to know what the fuck to do with it. Like, yeah, it's you not easy saying, to use if Apple, you don't know how to use Apple, a Apple, te- Apple reminds you when you need to update it, and they update it for you. With a PC, you just have to do it. But if you if you can keep up with it, there's it's a much better computer. Yeah, and you know what though? I get I've I've had people when I have my Mac, they like tell me I don't know anything about computers, and I'm like, all right, so like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like I don't I know so much about computers. <laughs> oh, I know I don't know a lot about. No, computers. I turn it on and type things. Like, calm down. Yeah, I, <laughs> I enjoy my Mac a lot. That's all I need it for. All right, a 13 inch Mac first... or a 15 inch Mac? What size MacBook? Now I'm now I'm curious. We don't need to talk about the size of my MacBook on the podcast, okay? This is a family-friendly <laughs> no, podcast. Well, I'm actually talking about your computer, and it's like something else you might be thinking of, so... Oh, you're not talking about my balls? No. No. Okay, actually, you know what? So, before we get to the topics, we we talked through CLNS. We're going to plug that right now, right for CLNS 2. Jared, you do the pod, you do the Celtics stuff with CLNS. And Red Sox. So, you know how they're switching everything over to... Um, audio rather than writing. Yes. For the most part, they're doing a lot more audio instead of writing. We got that news yesterday from Sean, which is fine, which is great. Whatever. That's fine. But <laughs> but yesterday, one of the Nick, – Nicholas Tasso, who writes for us too, he comments when we're all having this big, long, big group chat with Sean. He was like, so I'm assuming no swearing. And then he goes – well, that was for that was for Nick, not for me. And I was like, "What does that mean?" And he was like, "I listened to your podcast," <laughs> which is hilarious. I think that we don't even swear that much here. We don't even swear that much on the no, show. No, we just casually throw it in and every once in a while. But most people don't like it. No, not say most people, but normal media doesn't like it. So, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's CLNS. I get it. I get it. They they want to be much more professional than we are. But we did just. We're gonna plug this right now. Uh, DraftKings is officially on our first article. They are now an advertiser on Couch Guy Sports. Love it. Love it. Yep. That's we didn't get a promo code, though, for the show. So I emailed them looking for a promo code, telling them that we have a podcast. Okay, so we'll hear that for next week, and we'll start blasting on a promo code, probably. I hope so. I don't see why not. You know what? Because I wrote I wrote that we're a website. So not to maybe... interrupt you, but, but uh, fuck West Virginia. Gonzaga one. I just saw that. Yeah, sixty-one fifty-eight, West Virginia. Steve Breaking news. Suck, Sound suck the sirens. Yeah. What? Fuck you, Steve Carney, and your West Virginia <laughs> Mountaineers, whatever the hell you are. And you're you know, I I feel bad. I keep forgetting to text him back. You need to text him back. I know. I keep. I feel bad. I thought about that tonight. I was like, shit. I didn't. I never texted him back. Um. Did you? So, okay. 
Huh? Do you guys know when? Uh, do you guys know when Ron White started coaching West Virginia's basketball team? <laughs> no. Ron White. Who's Ron White? The, the comedian with Larry the Cable Guy and all that. Their whole group. You want to? You want to talk about a joke that just sailed over my head? Way over. Yeah. yeah. 60, 60 miles an hour over my dome. <laughs> um, and, and you got a big dome. Uh, it's impressive. Yeah. Hey. You know what? No, I've got a small helmet. I used to wear small batting helmets. I never wore the large ones. <laughs> I've got a tiny head. I've got a skinny head. Um, small, small batting helmets, small raincoats, whatever. You know what they say about small batting helmets? You got a small head. <laughs> Uh-oh. Nick, we lost your audio again. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Nick's been now we can. Oh, yeah. There we go. There he is. He's back. I just... Excuse the technical difficulties. All right, first story that we're going to talk about tonight is going to be the, uh, there's this new – who came out with it? I We saw it on WEEI.com, but who first reported it? Um, the Tinder. I don't know. I, I just saw it. it was, I just saw the article I sent you. I forget. I can look at it real quick. So Okay, so there's this new story that just came out, and it's saying that Away teams are now winning a lot more. I believe the number was 57%. Uh, home teams now, they only win games 57% of the time, which means away teams are winning more games. Mm-hmm. And people are starting to attribute that to Tinder. Part of the reason of that, Tinder, I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast knows who what Tinder is, because uh, if not, I would be shocked. But Tinder's an app on your phone. Uh, swipe right if you think a girl's attractive. Swipe left if you think she's not attractive. And then you match, and if you match, you can talk to each other, you can text each other. And then eventually, it was I think it was originally created for a dating app. People use it for just pure sex. People just oh, have it's, sex. It's straight sex, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so people are attributing the... Whoever was attributing this, the away team's winning more to Tinder because now players don't have to go to clubs till the wee hours of the morning to find girls to hook up with. Now they can tell. They can just swipe right. They can talk. They're NBA players. They're going to get somebody very quickly. They're going to get a woman very quickly. Uh, I believe even the story said that they don't have to go out to, to clubs anymore, searching for girls, and then even have to take the girls out to dinner. They can just sit in their hotel and hook up with a girl, and that's it. And I think he said, like, they easily get two hours more sleep per night. Which, yep. whatever. Yeah. People hate on technology. Technology is helping NBA teams win on the road. Love it. I absolutely love it. It was ESPN the magazine. They did a feature um, about it. it. And, and they, of course yeah. it was ESPN. Because um, they had nothing better to talk about than Tinder. Yeah, and then yeah. hating on Rock. Yeah, this quote is, uh, no schmoozing, no going out to the club, no having to get something to eat after the club before the hotel. <laughs> skip, <laughs> skip all the bullshit. Go right to the fucking hotel. <laughs> That's basically what this is. They're saying they're they're staying out less. They're dealing with they're not dealing with clubs, having to go to dinner first and wine and dine these girls. It's hey, I swiped right, you did too. I play in the NBA. Let's fuck. Great. Yeah. In awesome. their in their NBA players. If I was if I was an NBA player, I would literally just put up a picture of me in my fucking jersey, and the only thing in the profile would be I'm a fucking NBA player, and that's it. That's, right. that's if you don't know, if you don't know who I am, if you don't know who I am, Google me. <laughs> yeah, just, like, like, it's it's amazing what little things like that are doing to help people. 
because Tinder, I remember when Tinder came out, it was my freshman year of college, and it was like, it was a weird phenomenon. I remember uh, two of my friends who were girls, they were on Tinder, and I just, I was like, what are you guys doing? You're just matching with random dudes who think you're hot, and then you're going to go sleep with them? Like, this, does that not freak you out a little bit? <laughs> but, but as, as Tinder began to grow, I would walk around, and I would just see millions of people just swiping it's just but then this. Tinder got... it's just swiping right it's just keep going yeah well 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 girls for girls it's you look at your phone and eh, i think he's cute swipe right oh he's not that cute swipe left for guys it's right 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 right, right. <laughs> <laughs> don't care don't care oh maybe that one should go left right 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 right, right. <laughs> you gotta you gotta play the numbers game yeah you just <laughs> you just have to play match. the numbers game seriously throw it out there and sort Sort out the mass later. And see now when I was I was only on Tinder for like a week. Um and I don't know. Got why. Fr- I just got out of the friend zone or Well, see you know, I was dating this girl for a little while and then we broke up and then before me and Amanda started to like actually like talk, uh, my my wonderful girlfriend of, of a couple years now, before we started to talk, I used Tinder for like a week because we weren't talking, so I was I was single for like a week. And player, and it was dude. Literally, like I was, I was single for like a week between me and Amanda and me and my ex girlfriend Sarah. Um, but but I used it for like a week, and it was just, it was just, it was easy. And I didn't, I didn't do anything with it because you know I kind of had a feeling that me and Amanda were gonna start talking, so I kind of like didn't really do anything with it. But it was just like. It just seemed it didn't it didn't seem hard like it was just it took like the stress was, out of everything. Sex was at your fingertips, like if you really wanted it. Yeah, yeah, metaphorically, yeah. <laughs> sex, <laughs> I mean, was physically, exactly I mean, right. physically, no, literally, literally at your fingertips. <laughs> like, let's go. Somebody get this sex off me. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just it seems so it seems so easy for like for normal people. I couldn't imagine for NBA players. Like, if you're a girl and you're swiping, and then you see, I don't know, let's let's say just Avery Bradley, and you recognize him. Well, well, Boston's in Cleveland, or Boston's in. Now you know what? No, I don't want Avery Bradley having sex with anybody in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> don't you wish that upon him? Let's let's say uh, let's say Miami. Let's let's go with Miami. Let's say Avery Bradley's down in Miami, and. He matches and he's he's on Tinder. You know he he can he has any he has options. He has an open book that he can just choose from, and he doesn't have to go out. He doesn't have to be tired. He can he can sleep with this girl, then the next go to bed, get two extra hours of sleep, wake up and beat the heat. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Uh, it's I still think it's stupid they did this study. Like they're just filling time at this point because they're firing everybody else that they use as hosts and to crap. Yeah, like yeah. That. But but look, it, I think it's hilarious. I mean, it's true. Like if everybody wants to have sex with somebody, or or if, on the road, if KG wants to cheat on his wife, you could easily do it with Tinder. <laughs> like, Man, and you, you know and, you hear, sto- gonna... and you hear and you hear stories. Like I was listening to Touching and Rich this morning on the way to work. Um, or was it yesterday? Oh, no, it was this morning because Greg Dickerson was telling stories about the Celtics. He was like a player, not to be named, but you know, this person was married, and I saw a girl, and like just telling a story about it wasn't Tinder related, but it was telling a story about how Brian Scalabrini got this number for a player from a girl who was sitting next to the bench. It wasn't for Scal; it was for a player who was on the team who couldn't go over because Scal never played. <laughs> so he they sent him to go over to get the girl's <laughs> number, and then brought it back, and then and then, and then eventually like the next night. 
Greg Dickerson got in the elevator. This is when he was still doing sideline reporting, and the girl was in the elevator with that player. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that player definitely was married, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? Like, they, if you're married to an NBA player, not just NBA, but just players, athletes in general. If you don't travel with your husband, you're fucked. Like, you're getting, like his her husband's getting fucked. Like, Absolutely, because, like, especially these guys being pro athletes, that means they were studs through college and high school. So they're they're just used to girls throwing themselves at them. So when they go somewhere, it's it's got to be tough. Now I'm assuming there's there's a a good amount who are faithful. You know, I don't want to just I don't want to just say that they all are just banging people left and right. But there's also a lot of them who are probably I would I would say more than half of these professional athletes are banging people who are not their significant other. Oh, I probably when they're on the road. Compl- it's probably more than that to be completely honest. Um, it's a good chunk. It's got to be. But I also think a good chunk of the NBA is young enough that they're not dating anybody. And I think players coming into the league now don't necessarily date early because they know the lifestyle is coming. So I think a lot of them probably are smart enough to not get married before they start playing in the NBA. Yeah, and you know what? Everybody everybody gets married later now, too. That's Just true. in general. That's true. You know? So, yeah. actually, you know what? We're going to use this as a segue. Because we didn't, I didn't say we were going to talk about this tonight, but this came up over the week, and I want to talk about this real quick. Uh, so Rondo is throwing that big 2008 oh, yeah, championship yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that? Is like a going away, like a vacation? They're going out of the country to celebrate because ne- next year is the 10-year anniversary. They're going somewhere out of the country, uh, and Rondo invited mostly everybody on the team, uh, minus a couple of schlubs. Scott yeah, even Brian and Ray Scalabrini. Allen. Even Brian Scalabrini got an invite. And of course I was he did. Say that. Scalabrini. But, but well, that's because one... that's, that's he's like the best white basketball player of all time. So Yeah, most likely you put him 1v1 versus Larry Bird. Scal wins. Scal wins. Scal wins. Dude, Scal wins 11 times out of 10 in that matchup. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the significant player that they didn't invite was Ray Allen, which is which is nuts. But I kind of get it because like, oh, I love it, absolutely love it. It's not like this. Like I've heard this, and it's like it's not. It's so true. It's not like it's a team organized dinner celebration. No, it's players only. It's player organized. Rondo, who gives two fucks about the Bulls, is planning this while he's still playing on the on the Chicago team. And then the only other player that's playing is Pierce at this point. So. It's a team thing, just players only. They all hate him because they, he bailed and went to the Heat to get a second ring to play next to LeBron. Of course he's not going to be invited. I get it. It makes complete sense. And Pierce and KG don't want him there either. So I got distracted by my Instagram. Oh, yeah, um, Instagram. I posted a picture of my puppy. Happy National Puppy Day. Hashtag. Um, but no, it, it – so – not inviting Ray Allen, that's perfectly fine by me. If that guy is going to be on your team, win a championship with you, you know who your most hated rival is because it's it's the Miami Heat with LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh versus your big three, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. And then you leave that team to go join the enemy? Screw you, buddy. You when, don't need es- to be. Well, especially you're when— nope. you're, Your soul is off of this team. Especially when they could have— nope potentially still done some damage with them. Like, if Ray stayed... They went to the championship a couple years later. Yeah, like, if he stayed, they would have been fine. Like, there's no need for him to leave. Except for the money. He left for the money, like, too. Like, they paid him a good amount more. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I I hate that the money really has to do so much with it, but I feel like rivalries 
there's kind of like a writ and un- there there is. I'm not gonna say I feel like it because there is. There's an unwritten rule that says you do not go to this team because there are rivals. Health. Fucking Johnny Damon did it. Johnny Damon went to the yeah, Yankees fuck him. after after Johnny Damon in 2004 or 2003, whatever. He said, "I would never go to the Yankees, no matter how much money they paid me." And then he went to the Yankees the next season. I he, hate he shaved the beard, shaved the hair, went to the Yankees, yeah. and it, it's like he never even said sold those them. words. Talk about yeah, a sold, scumbag. Sold himself out. He's a fucking loser, dude. Talk about that, a I, I, I swear to God, if that guy ever shows his fucking face around here ever again, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking drill him. Right <laughs> <in his> fucking- <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's, I feel like, and granted, I'm not somebody who's having millions of dollars thrown at me. Um, you know, just, you're not, you're not, no, I you were. no, oh. I had one guy offer me a million dollars, but it was for acts that I just did not do, <laughs> but no, it was just, no, it's just 1 million wasn't your number. Yeah, I would have done it for less, but it was an awkward situation. I was, in. <laughs> yeah. it's, if, if it's anything, awkward. if anything, slightly higher, um, I, I feel like going to your rival, you know that, A, you're going to be hated by that team that you're leaving, so you got to have some balls to do that, or you're just ignorant to the situation. Because then if you think that this team is still going to like you after that, you're, you are sadly mistaken because not only is the team going to hate you, the fans are going to hate you, and the yeah, fans are going to hate you worse. Yeah, but he probably knows that, and he just doesn't give a fuck because he did what made his life better. Well, because he yeah, got he more probably, money and had a chance did, to win the ring he, too. So, did like, he, did, did he come out? Did he come out and say anything about this at all, or is it just? I haven't seen a thing about. I haven't, I haven't, seen, seen, I haven't seen anything about Ray oh. saying anything. Yeah, I'm sure. I he probably, if he even heard about it, he probably doesn't give a flying fuck. That dude just stays running five Ks every single day for charity. Who Ray Allen? He don't give. Yeah. Does he do that, that every day? Still, that dude is still ripped. Pretty, pretty he he at, at least once or twice a week. Yeah, he's running five. He he runs every he runs miles every day. I don't know if it's a full five k, but he's always posting up. He's doing different charity runs and this and that for like his mom's foundation. See, I run two miles a day. About no, you, no, you don't. don't stop lying. No, I do. I swear. I swear to God, I do. But the thing is, I just eat like crap. Dude, but even that. You don't though, dude. Just because you work in parks and recreation doesn't mean you like play in the parks and recreation. <laughs> no, okay? I can see I him running a laps in the office, just like a million laps to run two miles. Till his <laughs> Fitbit tells him he ran two miles. Like, <laughs> no, I sit, I sit at a desk for most of the day. First of all, except for tomorrow, I'm gonna go put the tennis nets up at the tennis courts. Thank you. So I'll be outside in the freezing cold, uh, not running. Tennis is dope. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be like forty degrees. I'll have a jacket on. It's fine. Um, you'd be surprised. There's there's people who want to play tennis right now. Hell yeah, dude! I, I love would. Playing I love playing tennis. I have I play. Yeah, I would I would totally play tennis right now. We do we we do have some great tennis courts in the town of Weymouth. Phenomenal, top notch, top notch, dude. Yeah, phenomenal, Ph- phenomenal. Uh, what were we just talking about? Ray Allen being the best. NBA player of all time. Oh, you know what? That's another question I have for you, though. So, there's been so Ray Allen's going to go to the Hall of Fame, right? Okay, of yeah, have to. Yeah, does he retire with a Celtics jersey? No. He See, I, I was actually with, he played for last. 
I had this I, conversation. Jared, I remember you specifically. I think I remember you talking about this specifically. I had this conversation. I forget. I think it was actually last night on the Celtics postgame show for CLNS Radio, actually. Um, I brought this up, and I was we were curious talking about it because, you know, who does he retire? If the Celtics don't retire his number, it can't be the Sonics. And is, so is it going to be like the Milwaukee Bucks? It's not going to be anyone he played after for after the Celtics. So if it's not the Celtics, well, if they no, choose not to retire his number, who does? I don't think anyone will retire his number. He just retired as a Heat, just like Shaquille O'Neal retired as a Boston Celtic. I always forget Shaq played for the Celtics. I know. I wish yeah, they won with him on the team. Heat. Well, yeah, they tried to bring him in when oh, Perkins got oh. traded and it didn't do anything. Yeah. Because he was so fat and out of shape then. Hell yeah. He was so far out of his prime, but it was still like, yo, it's motherfucking Shaq. Dude, Shaq <laughs> plays for the Celtics now. Like, whoever would have thought that Shaq Hell would have yeah. played for the Celtics during those prime Lakers years? Like, oh. Oh, oh right? I know. It was wild. It was awesome, but he was just so out of shape. Oh, he was terrible. But no, like I just I just don't know how how I would feel about that because I don't know I don't know how the NBA uh, Hall of Fame works. Even though it's in Springfield, I've never been. Really? Um, oh, that's awesome! Are you kidding me? No, I've what? never. Oh, dude, I've never let's, been. Let's make a weekend. We'll go. Let's make a weekend. I'll go with you. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Dude, I just I just never have. Oh, it's so much fun, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? How how are you even let into the Parks and Recreation Department without ever going to the Basketball Hall of Fame, dude? You know that it's weird, Parks but that wasn't Rec, one of like... the interview questions. <laughs> have you been to Springfield? Well, I, I know, yes, that's what I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have to call Weymouth and be like, "Yo, you're gonna have to update your fucking question list, guys, because this fucking this this faker over here." There's a, whole, there's, a whole, there's a whole wing dedicated to Michael Jordan, for God's sake. Hell okay, yeah. so, so listen. When they're retired in there, do they have plaques on the wall like they do with the MLB? It's just, um, it's just like I think it's plaques. MLB is the only team that they actually go in with a team, though. Like it's the only league that does that. Um, so, so, so that that was my question. So they're not wearing like a jersey or anything. No, the MLB is the only league to do that. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they for every for every year. They have I don't know if it's necessarily I forget if it's a plaque or not but for every year they have like what team won and I like they have like the roster on it as well yeah but it's oh okay it's like a, a thing okay okay well so speaking of players or uh, you know what actually people who will never be in the Hall of Fame because they never played damn NBA basketball Levar Ball, Levar Ball is the biggest. Pain in the ass in media right now. If he if he was my dad, I would I would absolutely bitch slap the fuck out of but him. But see, his kid loves the attention. That's the thing. Lonzo Does Ball he? loves. I, the, I, I don't hear I don't hear a peep from Lonzo Ball. Well, because they asked him. I think I mean he handled it well when they asked him last time he was in front of the media, and he was just like you know like he has his opinions, blah blah blah. Like he handled it pretty well. But he I don't think we've ever heard him saying you know I like, told him to shut up. Like he it's there and. His dad's ridiculous. Like, if he was my dad, holy crap, would I smack him across the face? Because now you're comparing me to LeBron and all these guys, and like he's playing in the tournament right now. What distraction does your kid need? And then today he was on first take, and he just went off with Stephen A. And it's like, what are that's you? That's what doing? I wanted to talk about. He that went was off. one. Also, fuck ESPN for having him on. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you really can't talk yeah, about anything else. Him- he's he's literally been every story. Every story on ESPN because they have nothing else to talk about, really. Yeah. Oh, it sucks! It sucks. I can't stand ESPN for this reason, but but you know what? They're going with what's hot right now, and for 
and I hate that I have to say this, but LeVar Ball's what's hot right now. I mean, he's he frustrating. Yeah. He's never played in the NBA. His only he barely you know played what, in he barely played in college. Yeah, he played for what Washington. Yeah, who knows? He played he for Washington. Two points a game. In his professional sports career, I believe was was it was it football in Europe? I think it was Europe. I, I believe he played for a London football team. And this guy's talking. All he's all over the media right now. And you know what? Screw us for even giving this guy the time of day because we're we're putting him out there on the big media outlet well, that we also, are. Also, here's the deal. Oh well, yeah, true. But <laughs> here's the deal, though. You know, he could be a Celtic. Like it's very real possibility. And that's a very real possibility. That Lonzo yeah. Ball gets picked by the Celtics. Now that being said, it's a big factor. Do the Celtics not take him because of this? But you know. Lonzo Ball could be a Celtic, and we could be dealing with this guy as a as a as a fan of the team and as a, a parent of a kid on the team. So awesome, it's a, awesome, awesome. That that brings him that much closer. I don't have to go find him to slap him in the fucking face. He's literally <laughs> coming to me. <laughs> but to me, to me, Levar Ball's hurting his kid because oh, yeah. he's such an ass on TV because he's because he makes everything about himself, and he kept saying that. First off, so during ESPN today. He's he, did you if you watch the video the guy's a psychopath you can see it in his eyes when he talks he does this and he keeps doing this and keep and I'm tilting my head and opening my eyes it's him and Stephen A Smith was a wild wild confrontation the guy's a so a sociopath and him being like this is hurting his kid because like you said Jared I think there are going to be general managers who say this kid's talented. But I don't want to deal with his dad. I don't want to deal with his dad trying to come to the locker room. I don't want these sports stations that we have affiliates with and WEI and the Sports Hub to have to try to fight to keep this guy out of the studio because this guy wants to get on air. He's nuts, and he, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna ruin something for his kid. Yeah, now his kid will, is good enough. I don't. I don't think he'll slide too much because some team will take him and deal with it. Oh, um, you know he will. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be top two probably. He'll still be top two, but I think the Celtics have the luxury of you know passing on him because one. I still think he's not the number one consensus choice. But that being said, he's still having a he, I mean, he didn't, obviously his team sucked this year, but I still think he's the consensus number one. If you make that pick, if you are the number one pick, he, I wouldn't take ball. But whoever number two ends up being, don't be shocked if they still take him. Who do you think the number two pick would be? The Lakers? Who is it right now by standings? Oh, I don't know, but from what I hear, I think the Lakers are actually tanking right now. Why not? They suck. But yeah, that's but, that's the only place that Lavar said that's the only place his son's gonna play. So that's perfect. Have him go fucking rot out in L.A. with the rest of them. Oh, there's some okay, attitude so, on that. So the too. Nets, so the Nets have 15 wins. Dude, the Nets are so bad. And... If we don't have the first overall pick, holy crap. Oh yeah, no. Well, the next the next one is the Lakers actually with twenty. So the Lakers are the second worst team in the NBA, which means they're going to be they're going to have the second most balls in the lottery. Could okay, you imagine so if the goes, Lakers jumped over the Brooklyn Nets for the first pick? How much would that suck? I would kill myself, dude. You know, if if they do that, I, I they got to do something about tanking. Because the Nets, the Nets aren't tanking. The Nets are just bad. There's no reason for the Nets to tank because yeah, they don't have the pick. No like. Exactly. They're like, they hey, we're going to tank so we can draft high. Then they do that last two years, and they're like, wait, fuck, we don't have the pick. <laughs> we keep falling for this. 
They suck. The Nets suck, but the Lakers, the Lakers actually have an opportunity to win some games. And I believe the other night, I forget who they lost to, but they were they were really close with it. Might have been it might have been Cleveland, but they were like tied in the fourth quarter. And then they went over and had a huddle, and then all of a sudden their their opponent just blew them out of the water. Yeah. So it looked like they threw that game. So if they if they continue to throw games, however many games are left in the season, and if they get the worst record in the NBA, that's going to be some major league bullshit, and I would be pissed about that. Yeah, and and the worst part about it is because the Celtics have that luck. Hopefully, because Brooklyn's the one going to be sitting at the chair, and we've talked about this. Um, hopefully, it's not the bad luck for the Celtics because Brooklyn will technically be the face of that pick until they swap, but. If the Lakers end up with the first pick, I literally will puke. Like, I actually might throw up in the corner and just never go to work again. And just, like, what like what the point of that pick is to be the first pick? Because now it loses trade value if it's number two. Yeah. So let's let's say the Lakers do get the first pick, hypothetically. Because, I mean, it's it's the lottery. So nobody, we don't really know what, who's going to end up where. Um, let's say the Lakers do get the first pick and they go with Fultz. No, they do won't. The Celtics, do the Celtics take ball? See, I actually think the the Lakers would take ball. I do too. Yeah. I do too. But that's not my question. Okay, <laughs> would the Celtics take ball? Probably, yeah. Because yeah. honestly, because Danny Ainge's philosophy is always take the best player left. Lonzo Ball would be the best player left, regardless of attitude, regardless of dad. He is the best player on the board if Fultz goes first, and that that's the way it handles. I just don't think I could handle listening to Levar Ball because my tolerance with with parents being involved with their professional sports sons and he, as it is is very low i hated uh two seasons ago was it or whatever when gronk got hurt and it really seems like and when when the gronkowski's put out that joint statement with the patriots about gronk's status that pissed me off because to me that felt like that was gordy uh, is gordy's dad yeah i think so. to me that was to me that was gordy saying this is my son. We're going to put out a joint statement. That's your son's an adult. Lonzo is technically an adult. Lonzo's about to enter his career. Lavar, stay out of it. You don't see my dad showing up to the Parks and Rec department telling my boss what to do or how telling my boss how good I am at, at whatever I'm doing. My kid is the best tennis net putter upper in all of Massachusetts. <laughs> Make sure he is out there on the nice warm weather day and put those nets up. He's going to show you a thing or two. You don't, buddy, listen, nobody puts up nets like I do, okay? I put up a soccer net the other day. I zip-tied the crap out of that. Best damn soccer net you'll ever see in your life. Until the ball goes through and it all falls down because you're an idiot and probably zip-tied it the wrong way. But, yeah, it's fine. Actually, I, actually, I haven't been since I put that up, and that was about two weeks ago. So, to my knowledge, the net could be down by now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% positive about that. But... Like I, I could not handle LeVar Ball in the city. He would be all over EI in the Sports Hub. And you know what? The Sports Hub would let him on because that's what the Sports Hub does. Felger and Maz would have him on. Oh, Toucher and Rich would have him on like once a week. Yeah, and I just – I hate that. I don't want to give this guy any credibility. I don't want to give this guy any airtime because that's what he wants. He wants the show to be about him. Yeah. I do not want that. I do not want the show to be about him. No, it, it would it be is, about him. And his son seems okay. His son's his son 
maybe he does like the spotlight. I don't know about that. I've never really seen anything, any evidence with that. But, yeah. but it's it's not to the point where it makes me kind of cringe like Lavar does. Like if if I anybody listening to this right now, whoever is listening to this podcast, go look up Lavar Ball on first take. Watch the whole twenty minutes. It is captivating with how much of a sociopath this guy is. He <laughs> really is, and you're right. But you're right. You did you did the glare earlier, and obviously no one can see it but us. But it really was that like you know like chin down, like glare from the side, like wanted to hop across the table to Stephen A. Smith type situation. Like it was bad. Ross, you got to go check out the video. It is, it's insane. It is insane. Like, yeah, I can. Well, it it sounds like he just tried uh, uh, Stephen A. and Stephen A. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you know what's weird with Stephen A. I never agree with Stephen A. But two weeks in a row we're doing the show. I agree with Stephen A. I <laughs> I like Stephen A. battling today with Lavar. And I loved Stephen A. defending Gronkowski last week during the whole Ezekiel Elliott thing. Oh, that was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Stephen A. Stephen A. has been great these past couple of weeks. And usually I can't stand the guy. Oh, I fucking hate him. You know, yeah, I usually do too. But I mean, he's 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 been on he's been on the correct side this week, which just so happens to always be my side. So <laughs> that makes you like him when he's on the too. right side. I like him when he's on Nick Qualley's side. Now, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to hit the, put the clutch down, take second gear that we were just in, we're going to shift it up into third gear. We're going to talk about Darrell Revis. Hot topic in New England right now. Darrell Revis is no longer with the Jets. The Jets cut him. The Jets owe him $6 million regardless of what happens this season. Uh, unless another team pays him X amount of money. The whole money situation is confusing me. Now, there have been reports that Darrell Revis has lost 10 pounds. It sounds like he's motivated. And there was a report that came out today, I believe, saying that a lot of NFL executives are saying, and people close to Darrell Revis personally, they're saying that if Darrell Revis does play this next coming season, it will most likely be with the New England Patriots. How do you guys feel about that? I would love it. I absolutely love it. Especially if it sounds like you're going to lose Malcolm Butler at some point. So, and even if no, you, you don't lose, are. even if you don't lose Malcolm Butler somehow, like because he still has under team He's control. Your nickel. He's the, your Patri- nickel. the Patriots He's have, your nickel. yeah, the Patriots have to agree to the whole Malcolm Butler situation anyway. They could keep him for the tenure if Malcolm signs it, and you play, he plays for four million dollars or whatever it is this year. But if that's the case, then you have Gilmore and Malcolm Butler, and then Revis now Revis is now your nickel, and now that's a scary, scary. Scary secondary. I'm telling you, if you have Darrell Revis as your nickelback, uh, great band, by the way. I'm in the minority there. <laughs> nickelback, <laughs> nickelback, big fan of Nickelback. I've been to three concerts. I'm, I will admit that right here on the of podcast. Of course you have. So gay. <laughs> I, I, expect that, I expect that from Steve Accati, not you. Don't like you to say sorry. <laughs> Go back to Parks and Rec. Big, talk about talk about the Raw Ravens. Stop it. Stop embarrassing yourself. Big Nickelback guy. Um, but if you have if you have Darrell Ravens as your Nickelback, if you have Malcolm Butler as your one, and Stephon Gilmore as your two, there is not going to be a team who's going to complete a pass on you that season, at least deep. Plus, well, plus you also still have you know high high tower over the middle. You have these guys, and you have a, a decent defensive line. 
if you can keep, even if you just bring two of them back, two out of those three. You have a with, top defensive line. I Gil, love their defense. With, with Gilmore coming back, well, Gilmore coming to the team, if you just keep, if you get Butler or Revis, if you keep Revis or keep Butler and bring back or bring back Revis, either one of those works. If you can bring them both here for next year, done, done. I'm okay with losing Logan Ryan if that happens. <laughs> yeah, you, Logan Ryan's already gone, so we gotta we gotta we gotta get over that because we only like him half the time anyway. If this you listen true. to our narrative, if you listen to our narrative from ESPN uh, back in like September and October, we were like, oh, Logan Ryan sucks, blah blah blah. But oh, he like, had a good November, week. He's good. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Yeah. November creeped around, and we were just like, you know what? Maybe Logan Ryan's not that bad of a guy. Maybe and I then, a, like and then a week later, nah, just kidding, he sucks, he was terrible. You see, Eric Rowe had to play. Are you kidding me? That's bullshit. You remember how excited Steve, Steve was about getting Eric Rowe? He was so happy. He didn't even play for like three weeks. No, he didn't. He sucked. He's, he was getting blown up all season. <laughs> he sucked. Dude, he was like, my man, Eric Rowe, coming to the Pats. Can't wait. And it's like, dude, what? My what man, that? Eric Rowe, he's got some long arms. He can defend the big guy. Yeah, dude, I know. He's got long arms. That's the only thing people ever say that's good about him. He's got, Eric he's Rowe got brought to you by arms. Budweiser. He can go against the tight <laughs> This bud's for you. This race one this right now. You. This bud's for you, Eric Rowe. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyway, Darrell Reeves, Patriots, I would like this move. Because, A, regardless if you bring Butler back, Darrell Reeves is going to be cheap. If Even if even if Bill pays him, even if he can convince Darrell Reeves to come to New England for $900,000, the Jets still owe him 5.1. So regardless of what goes on with the money, I thought it was six. He's, he's going to get the $6 million. Yeah. So in that case, okay. If you if you can get him for that cheap, what's the harm? Do it for a year, and if he sucks, cut him. Yeah, and cut him off said, the roster. And he already said, like, I, I don't need to play for the money because I'm still getting paid by the Jets. And how much of a Belichick move would that be to bring in a guy like Revis to recoup his career again, mind you, take him from the Jets and make the Jets pay for it? And that's the thing. If anybody can, if anybody can recoup his career. Just like Charles Woodson did, because if you guys remember, Charles Woodson, uh, a couple years ago, he was he was getting a little chubby. He was getting old. You can see that his age is starting to wear down uh, down on him. He goes to Oakland. All of a sudden, he's regenerized. He's he's re re-energized. Regenerized. That's regenerized. Right. You're good. You said it. You're good. Regenerized is the word. I still don't believe <laughs> not that's a word. word. It's yeah, re-energized. <laughs> I was making you feel better. God damn it. Fine. Fuck you. You're an idiot. You make you feel better. Is that better? <laughs> Uh, so Charles Woodson goes back to Oakland, he's re-energized, and he's great again. Or he's, okay, at that point he was better than average, he was pretty good. Now, Darrell Revis, that's all we need out of Darrell Revis in New England next season, especially if Malcolm Butler's back. If Darrell Revis comes to the Patriots and plays better than average as a nickelback, give that to me. Because the way that Belichick's offense, defense works is... Everybody, it's it's the bend, don't break, and that's, that's what it is. That's how it's always been. So Darrell Revis isn't going to be asked to go cover the deep receiver because you've got Butler and Gilmore. Revis's job is going to be covering over the middle, covering in tight spaces, and that's where he shines, and that's where he's always shined. And I, even if he's a little slower, that's what he can still do. How old was that's Woodson? That's what he'll be able to do. How old was Woodson when he went to Oakland? Uh, let me do some research on that. Because Revis is only 31 years old. Like, it's not like he's ancient. 
It's just he looked ancient last year because he didn't give a shit because he played for the Jets. Like He, he pulled a Pablo Sandoval. Yeah, he really did. So if he's losing weight, according to the reports, if he's going to be committed, what better system to fix yourself again than under one you already know for a team who's most likely going back to another Super Bowl? And it's like it's a win-win for the guy. It does. It makes so much. And Belichick still loves the guy. Like it made so much sense. It made sense to not bring him back for the money he wanted. But now, if you can bring him back a, a year after that or two years after that for the money you want, and still have him on a contending team to go back to a Super Bowl and go back to back, why not? While he's getting while he's getting paid by your most hated rival, the Jets. Oh, I love it, and it keeps it. Yeah, you're having the Jets pay for your third corner if Malcolm Butler comes back, who is an, is still a top corner in this league, I think, or can potentially be a top like twenty corner in this league. I think Revis is still a top twenty corner easily if he's in shape. In which he's already lost ten pounds. He seems motivated. If he's if he's already losing the weight. That shows me that he is motivated. If he's because losing weight, he's coming. Lose... If he's actually losing weight, he's coming to the Patriots. Because I feel like, what other team would he commit to like that? And why would you lose weight if you don't want to play? Exactly. Right. I don't just. I don't just like. I only. I like. I like to lose weight when I feel bad about myself. <laughs> I also don't have millions of dollars. So if I, I had also, millions of dollars, I, I probably wouldn't lose weight because I would have millions of dollars to to outweigh that. To outweigh that. Yes. Would um if if Revis, I mean, does Revis come? Only if Butler leaves, like, because I feel like nothing's going to happen until this Butler f- thing gets figured out. I don't. Revis isn't going to um, come here until Butler gets figured out, one way or the other. Uh, Ross, answer that one. I'm going to think. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if, if he's actually, <laughs> if he's actually given a shit and like and can play at 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 what we know, at we used to know what Revis could do. Like, if he's back to his old day form. I don't know if if his pride, if he would want to replace Butler, not necessarily replace him, but just actually take that position um, as opposed to being a third if he does stay. Um, I I don't know. It's kind of up to whether he wants a, a big role or not. Because if if Butler leaves, it's Revis. It has to. He can't fucking play like last year whatsoever. Well, I don't I think, think he'll play like think, he did last year because he, I don't think he cares because he played for a crap team. Like, coming to the Patriots, well, if no, he comes here, he's only going to come here if he's dedicated because Bill's going to tell him that. He's like, if you're going to come play for me, you've got to get back in shape and you're playing. That's it. End of story. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. As long as his – again, like you said, he's only 31. It's really not that old. But if if he can do it physically and, and actually can do it, whether he's motivated or not, it, it, I think it's just more so if – like last year – a lot had to do with him not giving a shit because he was playing for the Jets. A lot of it, too, is he is getting older, and it was, you know what I mean? I don't know if it was just one of those seasons that he was just in a funk pretty much the whole fucking time. But uh, if he's serious about it, I, I I think he would I think he would rather Butler be gone rather than just being the, either whether he plays nickel or fill-in corner when one of the other guys don't want to play. I think I personally think that he would accept the role as the nickelback for the Patriots. I think that he would come into the system, he would thrive in the system, and he and like you said, I forget which one of you guys said it, but he knows the system already. He understands that Bill loves him, and he's not going to have to deal. I guess it was Jared, uh, and he's not going to have to deal with a new coach and a new system. So, 
I, this place, this place well, then, right here in New England, he would thrive in. He knows that if he set. wants one well, more Super set. Bowl, yeah, he he wants he wants the ring. That's the one thing, more ring. Clearly, he's not going to play for for money because he cannot play and still get money. So if he's going to play, he wants the fucking ring. One more ring for Darrell Revis. One more ring for Tom Brady. Darrell Revis retires. Tom Brady retires. We're out of the Jimmy Garoppolo era. Couch Guy Sports Loose Change Podcast. Episode 7 in the books. Close the books. Click on the Draft King links on the website. Make us some money. Make me some money so I can buy these guys some sweatshirts. Episode 7, we out. <laughs>